So grace and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So we're here. <laughs> is everything on your list checked off? Everything's done, all is accomplished, everything is finished, right? That all the decorations got up this year, all those cards were sent, all those gifts were purchased, all of them wrapped, all of them are ready to go. The guest rooms are made up, everything in its place, the meals are planned and soon to be prepared. Everything is done, right? Well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe this year there will be Valentine cards, not Christmas cards. That I don't know, I don't know. That may, I only have one more thing that I need to do. I need to write a sermon for tomorrow. So if anybody has one out there, I'll gladly take that. So we all know how this time of year goes. It is busy, it is hectic, it is a fast rush of a pace trying to get everything done, everything finished, everything there, that everything needs to be in its place. That we want all of those things planned and prepared and ready, the decorating, the buying, the joy, the celebrating, the food, that everything should be there, right? But we know we know the hustle, the bustle, we know the rush, we know the difficulty, we know what is there. But how far would you go to celebrate Christmas? Not just what would you do to get ready for it, how far would you travel to celebrate Christmas? And I'll just add in one thing, how far would you travel by foot to go ahead and do that? Would you walk 75 miles to celebrate Christmas? I mean, when's the last time that you walked to West Lafayette? Anyone here? No? Maybe some of you prefer another city in Indiana, Indiana, maybe a Bloomington, but that's never going to get you all the way to that 75 miles from here, just to let you know. See, how far did Mary and Joseph travel, all by foot, that they lived in all of the chaos, all of the hustle, all of the bustle, all of the things that were being done, getting ready, everything that was there, they were getting ready for their first child. And now they had to leave and walk and go, that in the midst of everything, they arrived to no room, no place, nowhere for them to stay. I mean, try that on your in-laws this year. I'm sorry, there's just no more room. How's that going to go for you? And yet Mary and Joseph, after all of the things that they went through, after all that they had done, now they come and there's no place except for just that stable that was left over that space that they got shoved into. But how many times do we begin to grumble and complain? How many times do we get stressed and worried and anxious because of all of this stuff that's not going to get done and all of these things that just have to be there? And yet we rush around. And sometimes we feel that all of this is just so inconvenient. <laughs> that how inconvenient was it for them? Is that I love that line, not is that, you know, that 
Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Yeah, right. We know how Christmas goes. There is that busyness, that noise, that chaos that comes. And yet it is exactly into that chaos, exactly into that busyness, exactly into that real-life world that Jesus comes. That as one person puts it out of the hassle, hope was born. That we find ourselves so anxious and rushing and worried, and yet we so often find ourselves worrying at this time of who's going to be there, where do we need to be, when do we need to be there, what's going to happen, what do I need to bring? We worry about everything, and yet we so seldom ask, why? Why? Why do we gather here? Then why do we fill this church with these songs? Why do we go through all of these things? Are they just mere inconveniences that get in our way, or are they part of that celebration of something bigger than us? That Jesus steps into the messiness of life, the messiness of relationships, the messiness of in-laws and life and betrayals and hurts and loneliness and grief, and yet right into the midst of that messiness comes that one who is called Emmanuel, God with us. Could there be any more fitting place for him to be born than in the messiness of a stable and laid in a manger? Someone once said, that there have been countless babies who have been crowned kings, but there is only one king who came to us as a baby. There was only one who stepped down out of his throne, his kingdom, his power, and everything that was there to make us the sons and daughters of the very Father in heaven. Why do we gather? What is it that we now proclaim for all to hear and encourage one another with? That the Apostle Paul, sorry, the Apostle John puts it this way, that anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. That this love of God was made manifest among us, that God sends His only Son into the world, that we might live through Him. And this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the very sacrifice for our sins. In this world, there are so many definitions of love, so many things that are there. There's those feelings and those wonders and all of those things that songs and poetry and everything else goes on about. But when have you seen true love? Did you get it in a Hallmark card? (laughs) Was it read to you in great poetic script? Or did you see love in the very real messiness of everyday life given for you. 
that that is what we come to marvel and celebrate. That is what we come to sing of a God who comes in to the messiness of our existence, one who we did not first love him, but that he first loved us. We are not the source of these things. We are not the source of our joy, the source of our hope, the source of our peace that we are but little streams through which that great source of Christ, that great source of His love that shone on that very Christmas night continues to flow through this day. That I love how this was put once. This passage from 1 John chapter 4 that speaks of this very love. Is that someone once said, how many of you have have gone out to the store, to the grocery store on an empty stomach. How has that gone for you? Is that what happens? We come home with far more than we ever needed, far more than we ever should. We come home with things that are neither good for us or will ever be good for us. We come home with more and more and more. Why? we are trying to fill up the emptiness that we feel. 1 John chapter 4 verse 18 speaks those very words that perfect love casts out all fear. And yet what do we do in this world? What do we do in this life? So for the fear of not fitting in, we do all sorts of things that we wouldn't ever do. For the fear of standing out, we wear the right clothes in the right time in the right way so that no one else will mock or make fun. For the fear of appearing small, we go into debt and we buy bigger and better and grander so that others may not see our smallness. For fear of not being loved, we search for love in all the wrong places. And yet tonight we have a love that first loved us, one that will not run out, run, run, one, sorry, hey, it's okay, it's okay. It's not like there's a bunch of people here. They will not run out on us, will not give up on us, and will in all things stand by us. See, that's what the first sentence was supposed to say. (laughs) Now, God has come into the midst of the messiness of our lives. It's a guy by the name of Reverend John Bell once put, that light looked down into the darkness and said, I will go there. That peace looked down and saw war and said, I will go there. And love looked down and saw in the world all sorts of hatred and said, I will go there. For at Christmas, the Lord of light, the Prince of peace, the King of love has come down and crept in beside us, born in a stable, laid in a manger, the one who has come to give us light and life and hope and peace, the one who has come 
In this is love that God sent His Son. For how is it put? For whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. That is why we gather here today to celebrate the gifts that our God gives to us. May he renew in you that faith, that hope, that trust, and may he send you forth from this place with that very song of joy upon your lips. Amen.